Hey, hey, you're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, some mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and my goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship, plus hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how to break through to success. As a special gift for my listeners, yep, that's you, grab your complimentary strategy session to help get your online business visible on the map so that you can make the kind of money you want in your business. Without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, y'all, to another podcast episode. I am super excited to be talking to you today because I'm going to be breaking down the top reasons why people don't succeed. So, Here we are on a podcast talking about the breakthrough to success, and of course, I have to tell you why you may not be succeeding. Why do people fail? So, you might be saying, hey, you know, why am I failing all the time? So, that's what we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll be exploring some of the biggest reasons why people don't succeed in life or in their business. Most of our obstacles come from within our own minds. I'm going to be helping you to understand and conquer them so you can build your successful life. So let's talk about the first thing. So oftentimes what we do is we spend our time attaching failure to our own identity. One of the most dangerous things you can do to your subconscious mind is to affirm something negative to yourself, starting with two very powerful words, you guessed it, I am. Those two words are some of the most powerful words that exist. So when you say I am followed by anything, you're actually affirming to your subconscious mind that something is a part of you. That's how powerful it is. This can be used for good like I am beautiful (laughs) or I am confident. More often than not though, we use it for bad. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not fast enough. Right? Fill in the blank. You know what you say. So, words mean more than you think. And this can be why people are succeeding, but it can also be why people don't succeed. We think very little of it when we're punishing ourselves for phrases like, 
I'm a failure or I'm hopeless. I've been there. I've done that. I remember when I was homeless or when I was starting my life over, you know, I ruminated these thoughts over and over and I ended up with the such poor self-esteem and it's amazing that I am having the success today that I'm having out of everything I was doing. You know, after all, words are just words, right? Well, not all of them, I'm afraid. When you begin something with I am, it's an affirmation. We've talked about that. There's no exceptions to that. That simple little phrase is what attaches a thought to your very identity. It makes whatever you say into a part of you. So choose the words that follow it very wise. Words have more weight on the subconscious than you might realize. Even worse, these negative affirmations can have a direct effect on our ability to make use of the law of attraction. And now we know, based on science today, there's so much study with quantum physics, the law of attraction exists. It is real. You cannot see it like you cannot see gravity, but the law of attraction does exist. So your negative affirmations, they have a direct effect on your ability to actually manifest we have a responsibility to ourselves to be more kind to our subconscious mind. What we attach to our core will shape our reality. It will change what we choose to notice in our world and we'll continue to find more examples to prove it true for better or worse. What we do all the time as meaning makers is look for proof, right? This is what we do. This is why um, the imposter syndrome exists, right? Because it's, it's something that we notice. We're always noticing what we're doing that's bad. We're noticing the lack of proof in success. And we can flip that on its head and do the opposite and look for proof of success. So we have to continue to find more examples to prove that we are better. So here's a question. What should you do about it? Well, learn to treat what you say to and about yourself as if it is always an affirmation. That's right. Let me repeat that. Learn to treat what you say about yourself as if it's always an affirmation. This will challenge you to choose your words much more carefully, right? Say only the things to yourself that you wouldn't be angry at someone saying to a best friend of yours. So let me ask you a question. So think of someone in your life that you totally love, someone who you adore. Maybe it's your child. Think of, think of your little child or, or maybe the love of your life. If someone walked up to your child or the love of your life and told them that they were ugly or they were a jerk or they were bad or they were pointing their finger at their face and said, you are a failure, how would you feel? Would you want to walk up to them and clock them right in the jaw? Well, I'm speaking for myself here, but if someone walked up to my little sweet angel 10-year-old Sophia and told her any of those nasty things, 
I would get in their face and I would make sure they never said that to anybody again. So why do we do that to ourselves, right? So we say things to ourselves all the time and we would never say these things to anybody else. You're the one friend you'll have for the rest of your life. Might as well make the most of it, right? So, you know, in this example, we're talking about attaching failure to our identity, right? And that is definitely one of the reasons why people don't succeed, right? They're constantly saying these things. But another thing that is a reason why people fail is because of limiting beliefs, right? We talk about beliefs all the time. We can talk about successful beliefs, and in this case, we're talking about why people are not failing, and that's the limiting beliefs, the beliefs that make us play small. Limiting beliefs are by far one of the biggest reasons that keep people from ever starting a journey of growth in the first place. Just like the danger of attaching things to your identity with those two powerful words, I am, there is another hidden danger to the words we say, and it's what we choose to attach to our reality. These are the sort of things we've been raised to believe by events and people in our life. Or we've just chosen to believe it because believing what's not possible is just simply easier than believing what is. Like I had an interview today with someone. We were talking about anything being possible. And if that were truly the case, if you could truly believe that with all your mind, you could be a millionaire, a billionaire. But what we've chosen to believe is that it's easier to believe it's not possible, right? And these are just limiting beliefs. If you believe in possibilities, then you inevitably lose all of your excuses. That's a lot of power, and it's freaking scary. Am I right? If you had that much power, and you could realize that in your full awareness, you would be frightened out of your mind to know that. I mean, I know I am. When I think about the fact that I can have so much more in my life. I realize how small I'm really playing. If you believe in the possibilities, then anything is possible, right? We can protect ourselves from struggle or disappointment by just settling for, I can't do it, right? That's what we say to ourselves. I know that's what I did. I'm not speaking for you. I'm not pointing any fingers. We're all human. And this is what we do to ourselves. We tell ourselves, I can't do that. It's that imposter syndrome again. We're telling ourselves an old story. And we're sticking to it, too. This is why we fail. Whether we grew up with the belief or we created, created it ourselves, they're hard to get rid of, aren't they? Getting rid of these limiting beliefs is so incredibly difficult because they have become a habit. That's right. Procrastinating, it's even a habit. Not only have we created habitual pattern of thinking, but we have also created the habit of seeing evidence to prove it 
everywhere we go. That's what we're doing. We're proving it to ourselves. See, I told you this old story is coming up, and we're sticking to it. So what should you do to get rid of limiting beliefs? Well, we, we can discuss that in detail as we go on, but I, I want to continue talking with you here about why it is you're not succeeding. So we were talking about how we are actually attaching failure to our identity, and, and we're, we're dealing with these limiting beliefs of old stories, but the other part is the habits don't align with our goals. Right, you've got goals. I know you do. But your habits, your actions don't actually align with your goals. So simply put, habits are the building blocks of success. It's never that simple though, right? Beneath those habits, you need other habits. These are layers and layers of habits that help and support you to achieve this ultimate goal that you have. When you think in terms of building something, there is always a foundation. There are smaller habits that exist to keep your bigger, scarier habits in check. That's right. We've got to keep everything in alignment. We've got to realize that these are foundation building blocks that we have to begin with. You can't lose weight without exercising and proper nutrition, right? I always love using that analogy. Well, you also can't exercise if you're staying up all night and don't have the energy to hit, hit it hard in the gym, right? But then, you can't stop staying up all night unless you set boundaries for how late you stay up and make use of tools to keep track of time. See, so everything factors in. What can you do? Well, write it out. I love that. That's what I do every night. Get clear on your goal and why you must have it. So a must is really important versus the should, right? So you can write it out, right? Getting really clear. Then write down all the habits you think you need to actually get there. Get all the way down into the nitty-gritty and be specific. This is how you're going to be able to create better habits that are actually in alignment with your goals because ultimately we need to be able to play a bigger game and that's by setting our goals. If you are not setting goals right now, I challenge you to do that. Start writing your goals down. But remember what I said. Next, write down all the habits that you think you need to get there. Let's start building the foundation. Unfortunately, guess what? There's still more reasons why we aren't as successful as we want. And the habits and the goals don't align with the values. That's right. We as a society and most of the world are not living a very intentional life. We are not living by values. Are you clear on your core values at all? Well, what are those? Write those values down. These are the things that you hold to an exceptionally high standard above all else. They're the things that you just can't sacrifice without it affecting you emotionally and mentally. You have to do these things. These are your values. When you're not clear on what your values are, we live a very reactionary life. But like I said, 
We don't, we don't want to live a reactionary life. We want to be more intentional, right? We simply stumble through life, most of us, reacting to it as if it happens, rather than intentionally creating it in any way that ultimately fulfills us. And that's the bottom line is we really want to feel fulfilled at the end of the night. Create habits that build your happy ending, not just to make a comfy right now. When we are living in this moment by moment, and that's what we're thinking about, just being comfortable right now, we realize that that's not our happy ending. And it's the habits created out of values and an intentional living that will create our happy ending. We may create habits that don't benefit our values. A perfect example is a working father whose habit of bringing work home with him long after it's over unintentionally sacrificing his value of his family, right? So he's working all day, his his 10-hour day. He's got to bring work home and he's sacrificing the values that he has saying he's a, a family man. And that's not living an intentional life. He's sure he has values of work and family, right? But which of these is more important? Well, during his 9 to 5, clearly work is more important, right? Unless something happens that pops up with one of his kids or his wife and he's got to attend to them. He hasn't allowed himself to become totally clear on his values, though, when he's bringing his work home at night. Another example is a young man with a gaming habit that is consumed most of the day. He wasn't aware that one of his highest values was love, you know, wondering where his hugs are, wondering why no one's paying attention to him. He continued to sacrifice this value time and time again with his hours and hours of gaming making up stories that he's not getting the love and it's everybody else's fault and he's blaming them. Well, they don't want to walk into his room and give him love because they're bored watching him play. Only by the end of the night would he actually realize how lonely he felt and how hard he was making it for other people to relate with him. Yeah, I know people like this. After having learned the hard way, this young man's hard work, many years later, practicing these habits, he doesn't have any values, right? His family isn't close with him anymore, but he's taking his second chance with his friends and very gradually working to close the distance in his relationships with his family because he wants that love. Well, let me ask you. Do your habits and goals align with your ultimate goal? Have you only created the habits and goals that you get to work through during the week? Or do you have any goals for your purpose in life? This is another opportunity for you to take pen and paper and gain some clarity. This is really so important for us and we realize that making habits and making them stick is ultimately what's going to help us have a breakthrough to success. So we, we know all of the things that is uh, factoring into us not creating the success we want 
We've got attaching failure to our identity, and we've got limiting beliefs, and we've got habits that don't actually align with our goals. We've got people who are not even creating their own goals. Habits that don't actually align with their values. And we realize that it boils down to habits, right? So I love to share the client stories that touch me and those that I think all of my my listeners can benefit from. So today the theme of the day seems to be creating good habits, right? Learning how to make good habits is a bigger part of your success than you might realize. A client of mine had the clear goal to overcome her acne and wear less makeup because ultimately she wanted to step out onto video and really crush it in her business. She's, a, she's an aspiring writer. And we know that we live here in the digital age and we realize that we need to step out. But she was really just mortified by her skin. I mean, it's these stories that we tell ourselves, you know, the, the acne that we have. We're not pretty enough, right? And she wanted to be able to wear less makeup. She wanted to be able to stand in her power and feel confident in her own skin. Well, boy, was she in luck because I happen to have a history of skin care. So I had a skin spa. Some of you know I had a skin spa when I separated from my ex-husband. And uh, I know a thing or two about uh, skin. Not only do I know a thing or two about skin, but I know a lot about creating a business. So I was able to help this young entrepreneur with both of these things. As much as she wanted to believe her genes were the problem, and this is what she kept telling me. I could see that it was her skincare routine. Now, this is what's so really difficult. When you know you are talking with people and you're really learning more and more about them, sometimes you can hear things that they don't see on their own. They are too close to the problem to really see it. And she hired me as a business coach to help her achieve more with her business. Well, showing her the mirror, showing any of my clients in the mirror is one of the most difficult things. But people who work with me know that I cut to the chase. I ask for approval. And if it's all right to do this, right, this is what they hire me for. So I can help them by showing them the mirror. And I can see what they are too close to see. So this gal, she didn't have all of the best habits in place. And, I, and the one thing we know is that these habits, remember what we were saying before? They have underlying habits. This is really important for us to understand because we're building that foundation. So your level of success is directly linked to the habits you choose. Here's a question for you. Are you really doing everything it takes? to achieve the success you want? Well, how can you know, right? So, you know, my clients, one of the things I, I hear a lot is, but I've tried everything, Sharon. I'm doing everything I should. I hear that a lot. But again, remember, we are often too close to our problems to really see what the problem is. All of us like to tell ourselves that, don't we? Sometimes we even start to believe it. We rant it. We, we yell and we scream. We start to blame and complain. 
Well, we we did discover in in this particular story that her facial cleanser was not the best match, but deeper than that, the stumbling block seemed to be that it was her skincare routine. Her problem was she had other habits taking up critical time that she could have better invested in her skin washing better right at night the last two hours was her only quiet time to herself as a single mom I totally get it I understand more than she'll ever know you know when we think we don't have the time for something the way she was using the end of her day was not going to lead her into a morning with smooth skin rather than spending the extra time rubbing and kneading the oiliest areas of her skin with the soap rather than taking the time to do the masks and treatment the night before bed she was spending all of that time reading another one of her loves see so she her goals weren't in line with well i i guess really her habits were not in alignment with her goals her habits were in alignment with her values, but she valued that quiet time of reading. So you see, when we start thinking of people out there who are chiseled, you know, they have a chiseled body, we know that they're spending a lot of time on exercising and eating right. But maybe there's another area of their life, another goal that is failing. So with this client, you know, reading is good for you, right? This is what she thought. It definitely, it most certainly is. Most of us don't do nearly as much of that as we should. While that seems harmless enough, she wasn't finding balance and creating structure. And it's true, you need structure in your downtime too. Because remember what this is about. This is about living an intentional life. You've got to know how to make habits the most important things. Knowing how to make good habits is one thing, but getting them to stick is another thing altogether, right? In order for you to have this breakthrough to success, you now know what is getting in your way and you know you need better habits, but let's get them to stick. What was missing with this particular client was making her skin a higher priority. So we realize we have a million things we have to do but we have to ask ourselves what our goals are in all spheres of our life. To begin with, she needed to stop looking at reading time from a place of lack because that's what she was thinking, that if she wasn't getting all that time to read, something was being taken from her. So she was, her mind switch needed to happen. And she needed to find other ways to read more. So time escapes all of us when we're immersed in anything that we feel flow in. You're, you're just really never too old to use timers. You've got to understand that batching your time is a friend. It's something that will really help you. It shouldn't surprise you at all that I later found out that she had so little me time to read because of her other habits and priorities throughout the week. So this is the thing. When we start realizing that we don't have our me time, we're going to suffer. Our habits truly are at the root of whether we succeed or fail in anything. This gal needed to have a bigger why for investing in her skin at night. She was working on her business, right? And she was listening to me and applying the strategies and the mindset hacks. But I, 
realizing she needed to step in front of that camera, we had to find out why. She had those limiting beliefs. Well, let's find out what she needed to do in order to change it. She needed to change her perspective on the reason she was doing it. Who would have thought that her cleansing routine, her habits, would have been the sole reason why she was not able to feel good in front of the camera and totally show up for the people that needed to see her. To change the way she was looking at it, she needed to use a different perspective. She, she needed to see that it wasn't just sacrificing downtime for cleaner skin at night. She was preparing tonight for beautiful skin tomorrow. See, and we can look at this every single night before I, we go to bed. It doesn't matter if it's your skin, your wrinkles, your hair, you know, you need more training, more skill, you need more meditation, you need neurolinguistic programming to help give you more confidence. It doesn't really matter what it is for you to show up in your business or show up for the people in your life that need you. You've got to prepare the night before. If you want to make your why stick you need to think about how it will impact the rest of your life too. So now we're getting into the nitty gritty of it. I discussed with her how she could completely reverse the chain reaction and how this habit would have a positive effect on the rest of her day. So we began to play out the ideal day in her head with her new skin routine. You need to do the same thing and you can actually start from the beginning. It should look a bit like this. So here, let me run this down for you. I come home from work, I eat dinner, and go upstairs for me time as I usually would. Before bed, I would have two hours to work with. Out of those two hours, it should only take me about 20 minutes for skincare. I'll set a timer for the remainder of that and then commit to getting busy with my skin after that goes off, right? I wake up the next morning with clear pores and clear skin. I'm able to wash up quickly and get straight to doing makeup because my skin is clean and it's not irritated. A little makeup goes a long way, so now she feels more confident. Because I save so much time on my makeup because I'm not applying so much, I'm able to finish getting ready quickly enough to get on camera. I feel more empowered. I feel beautiful. I feel proud for saving so much time. I feel accomplished in my goal. I love waking up to this face because my skin looks its best every day. I feel confident and it's easier for me to smile and feel good. My loved ones see it. My clients see it. And people ask me all the time how I did it. You see, this is what a different scenario can look like for her for you. It doesn't have to be skincare, whatever it is. I'm just using this as an analogy, right? It can be anything. It can be losing weight. It can be rela uh, relationships. What habits can you change? Script out your new habit and how it can impact your life. What sacrifices do you have to make and why is this worthy? So get brainstorming and write it down. So I hope this episode was helpful for you so that you now know why you may not be succeeding, but also 
what foundations you have to create in order to have that breakthrough to success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we will see you next time. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, If you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes, too. Or, if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps, too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.